This podcast may contain strong language. Listener's discretion is advised. Welcome back to the Northamptonshire Football Podcast. Jordan Penny here on my own this week. Unfortunately, the lads weren't available. Um, unfortunately for them. Fortunately for me, obviously, I would have some stick with a weekend results. You know, I getting embarrassed at City yesterday and Arsenal beating Spurs. So, uh, yeah, thank God they're not here. Um, elsewhere, obviously, Northampton Town, another great result for them in the league. Five wins in a row in the league now. Um, no Sammy Hoskins goal this week, unfortunately. Haaland goes ahead of him on goal difference. Um, but, yeah, no, they're, they're looking good again. Second in the league now. Uh, great start to the season. The key that up motion is obviously it's there for the taking. Um, elsewhere, Brackley Town, they didn't play this week, but it's big news coming out of Brackley. They've sacked their manager, um, Kevin Wilkins, after seven years in charge of the club. They've done good things there. FA Trophy won with them. Excellent job there he's done. And, you know, it was nice to see they thanked him for his time there. And, I mean, it's he meant a lot to all the Brackley fans. They're not in a, a bad position, really. They're right from the table, five points off the top spot. But, um, you know, it'd be, it's big shoes to fill for the managers coming in. They have announced their new managers. It's Roger Johnson and his assistant, Stephen Ward. You know, two players, ex-Prem players, loads of experience there. They're not no game till 8th of October for them. So they've got loads of time to get in and get things moving. Um, but obviously, everyone here at the podcast wishes them good luck. Um you might have seen online, we've got an interview this week with Blizzworth, Max Gold and Gary Edwards. Um, it was a good interview. Really enjoyed it. The lads talked openly about everything. Um, you know, we talked about everything from their first team right down to their youth setup. Um, yeah, so we'll go into that now. So here's that interview. <laughs> Okay, so tonight I'm joined by uh, Bluesworth, Gary Edwards and Matt Good. How are you doing, lads? You all right? Yeah, very good, thank you. Yeah, very well, thanks. Yeah, good, good. Um, Matt, um, I think you've been, you say you've been training tonight. What yeah, team were you yeah. training with there tonight? We do, uh, so I'm helping our under sevens. So we've got the coaches in, working with nine or ten seven-year-olds can be a bit daunting for a new coach. So I'm kind of guiding them through that and, and managing that for them. Nice, fair play to um, Gary, um, I've heard you've been at the club for a little while, mate. Tell us a bit how you got involved with them. Um, well, basically, I'm from the village um, way, way back um, when I was a kid. I used to come up and watch the adults play um, back in the day. And then the first time I played play for Blizz would have been under 12s because in the early 80s, the earliest you could play was under 12s. Obviously, Football's changed massively now. You can have under six, under sevens teams. And then I've been up here ever since, basically. People say to me, like, you've been really loyal. Um, some people just say, I weren't good enough to go anywhere else. <laughs> no one else wanted me. So, yeah, I've been up here a fair few years, to be fair. No, fair power. So, you must be doing something right. So, Blizzworth, a decent club. And I've heard you've been uh, So, you were the first team and the Rezzers manager at one point, weren't you? Um, yeah, I've done both. Um... The first time I managed was when we was in the UCL. Um, I was struggling, we were down near the bottom, and the manager quit. And I took over, well, 
probably February time just to get us through to the end of the season. Um, and I was then I'm at, we had a Sunday team up here in the old Sunday Alliance, and I ran them for about three years. And then eventually my groin packed up on me, so I was struggling to play first team football. Um, reserve, even if even though it was UCL reserve football, it was that little bit easier. Um, and they were down there. I think they were rock bottom, and I took over them, and then managed them for a good, oh, probably seven, eight, nine years, I think. Um, and it was it was the UCL. We went back into the comp in, during that era um, for reserve team football, travelling to Bourne and play market deep, and just seemed a bit a bit too much. So we can. And uh, the first team dropped back into the com in the mid two thousand, about two thousand and six, two thousand and seven, I think it was. And then we've been in ever since, and we've not done too bad, to be fair. No, good. What's your um, what's your like main role then at the club now? Um, me, base. I'm the secretary for the senior teams. Um, that's a role I've been trying to get rid of for about three years unsuccessfully. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I look, I, I look after the pitches, which is something I quite enjoy doing. Yeah, no, nice. Uh, what, what's your obviously, Matt? There, you say you were training with the other under sevens. Is that your role? You look after all the youth there. Is that right? Yeah, mainly. Yeah, so I got involved. So my lad started playing. My eldest, he was seven, wanted to play football. Um, I knew the secretary of the youth section at the time uh, came along, uh, and then within about. He'd packed up, so I took it on. And yeah, I've been here ever since. So, best part of he's under 16 now. So, yeah, sort of eight, nine years ago. Yeah, man, you know, a good period of growth. We've got 19 youth teams now. So, yeah, that's my my main focus. I still I go watch the first team. I watch the development side. But, yeah, the youth is where my my passion for, for football is. Yeah, nice. So, it was that 19 team you got there? That's loads, isn't it? Is it, yeah, 19. yeah. So um, yeah, I, I you know I don't coach all those obviously, but I coach I coach three of them, and and just kind of help and guide all the other coaches who are at, you know different stages of of development in what they're doing. So um, they, they, you know they, they make my job easy. Yeah, nice. Um, so many of the uh, the kids there, like say I think he says it under seven just start. Yeah, yeah. Did, I, did yeah. any did many of many of the kids progress through like right up to the first team or is it is it similar to you know like the main team structure is they have come through the yeah. ranks and stuff? So um, our youth side uh, youth section has put, has exploded in the last probably two to three years. We've gone from maybe having five or six teams up to the nineteen. Our oldest age group at the moment's under sixteens, which is the team that me and Matt do because both our lads play in that side. Um, so the first group that we're open to progress into senior football is this group. Um, whether that's two, three, six, seven, eight of them, um, it depends obviously if they go off to uni and things like that. But beneath that, the plan is if we can get two or three players out of each team, because we've got the age levels all the way down now to in the sevens, is to try, uh, have that pathway from a junior into senior football. Um, going forward. So in 10 years' time, we'd have, say, a development team or reserve team and a first team, you know, half full or full of lads that have played up here for eight, nine, ten years. Um, And then hopefully, if a a manager does leave, like the whole team just doesn't go and follow them because they have a bit of loyalty to the club because they've been up here and hopefully enjoyed it. 
which is yeah, that's yeah. Class, you know, for us. Yeah, and nice. we see it, we see, we see it now, Jordan. So we we see now that you know players sometimes want to come over because they see the pathway through to adult football. Because um, by the time they got to you know thirteen, four, not going to be pros, right? So um, they're looking then how do I play at a decent level? You know, a club with decent facilities, and you know that's where that's what we're starting to see now that, that the kids see that route through to to being able to play a decent level of, of senior football. Yeah. How early do you think that starts? That sort of view to get, you know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna play pro. So I want to play a good standard. Do you, think, do you relate to your kids like from the under sevens, or is it is it a bit more fun at that age? Yeah, then... no. So so we, we uh, yeah, you know, we don't get them in the door and say right, you're never pro. It's not going to happen. Yeah, you know, my, my my kind of mantra and the, the kind of message I give to the other coaches is get the kids playing, get them enjoying their football. Um, you know. They're, They'll they'll get to where they're going to get to, but we want them to to you know, tip up, enjoy their football, be, be as good as they can be. Um, some kids want to play it just recreationally with their friends. Um, others are really keen. My my eleven year old, he's he's on the case now that he wants to play on the first team pitch when he when he can. So um, yeah, we we just making sure that the kids are enjoying their football in a good environment, and you know we're, we're testing them as best we can and, and giving. Yeah, nice. Is it most of the kids are then? Are they based all over, or are they from the village? Um, the older groups we've got, probably under 11s up to the under 16s, are probably from more from an area like Hunsbury, Wootton, you know, all from Blisworth. But the the younger age groups we've got now, because we go into the primary school and sort of say we're going to start two new under 17s, we've got a lot of parents from the village um, that bring their kids up. So up to under nines we've got a lot of kids from the village who play in their age groups um the other age groups i've got some kids in the village but not as many yeah. um that's something we we want to do every year is go into the school and then give the blizzworth parents first dibs on getting spaces in, in a new under sevens at starting yeah no the, the parents are not supportive like you say you're training under seven tonight my boy's seven he plays on a saturday morning he doesn't do much during the week like but do you get full turnout in a week with all the kids yeah, look, they um, yeah, we've we've got a good bunch of uh, kids, good bunch of parents, um, you know, good product for them. Um, coaches are committed to it, so that rubs off. I think you know, if you set the standard out that this is how we're going to conduct ourselves and how we're going to how we're going to behave and run things, um, you know, parents fall in line with that, and kids are on the case, aren't they? You know, the minute a kid gets a, their first kit, they're they're hooked in, then aren't they? They just want to play it. and whatever they can. And what's good is they'll meet new friends. So, you know, they'll have kids from all different schools and they'll meet not only mates from school, they'll they'll meet new mates at football and um yeah, yeah, it's just a it's just a nice, nice vibe, nice setup. But I don't I don't get too much grief from, from parents saying this isn't right or that isn't working. It's um yeah, it's generally a nice, happy, happy setup. No good. Obviously they're trusting a the process makes it easier for you, doesn't it? Yeah, completely. Yeah, I always say to my coaches, look, you go and run your team, how are you gonna run your team? Uh, and Make sure you run it like that, because the minute you don't then run it like that, then people can ask you the question. But as long as you say, you know, do do what you do, then then you know it should be all good. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, so mo- moving on, obviously, then looking at obviously the high standards of men's football. Um, did it, was was either you at the game last night, first team's game last night? Yeah, we were, we were both there. Uh, so a nil-nil game. Obviously, went to Pens. What was the game like? Was it was it? A, the stalemate was it a bit boring, or was it was there chances for either team to win it? 
Um, I would say if both teams were there now, it would still be nil-nil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a boring game. Both teams played some really nice, neat football. But as soon as they got anywhere near the opponent's box, they sort of broke down or take for touches rather than getting shots away. Um, I don't think really had a save to make in the game, which says a lot. But up until, up, you know, up, up until there, both teams were playing out from the back, playing some decent football. Um, on a very, very nice pitch. Um, the Budbrook groundsman's done a great job over there. The pitch was in fantastic condition, um, which lended itself to both teams knocking it around. And um, Blizzworth just had one of them nights where in, front, in and around the other team's box, that just little bit of quality on the night was lacking. And then obviously went to Penns and fair play to Budbrook A. They put theirs away and good luck to them in the next round. Yeah, no, fair play. I did see the post there, full of respect. Like, as you say, wishing their under-18s good luck tonight, obviously, in the FA Cup as well. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, good luck to them. Hopefully, they'll get them. Yeah, nice. Who they, who they got tonight, you know? I think it was someone like that. It was right, definitely someone nice. beginning with H anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, good luck to them. Um, obviously, you said about the pitch there, Lynn. How does it compare to, uh, to Blizzy's pitch? Um, we're, well, like, like just about everywhere else, um, the, the warm weather, the excessively hot weather this um, summer hasn't done it too many favours. Uh, it's coming round now. Now we've had a, a little bit of rain lately. Get more grass on it. Um, it was probably three years ago to where it is now. It's improved massively. It's by no means like the best pitch around or anything like that, but um, we've done some good work on it, spent some money on it, and we're getting it up to a standard where we can play some decent football on it. Um, it's not as good now as it was this time last year, but then we'd had more. We've had the same this time last year. Um, when, if we can get, if we can get uh, next summer, we'll have it scarified and reseeded again. And as long as we can get that you would expect during the summer, um, it will get back into good good condition. But yeah, it's not too bad. The um, the football foundation have been pretty Jordan. So over the last couple of years, they've they've given us a significant amount of funding do a lot of the work that, that Gaz has just described. So, yeah, they're, they're, they've really backed us with, um, with with cash, which is what you need to keep, get your pitches in good nick, isn't it? Yeah, nice, nice. So, your routine then, match day, are you there early before everyone watering the pitch and that as well? And you say look after them? Um, yeah, we, we, we try to water it as much as we could during the summer, but you obviously you have to be aware of what's that, what, what bill's going to come in during the autumn exactly, and, yeah. and the yeah. chairman's going to turn around and look at me and say, what the hell is this bill for? But yeah, um, yeah, no, generally I'll, we'll, we'll be up here. It's half two kickoffs at the moment. So generally up here at say half past 12, getting things sorted and ready for yeah, the lads. Nice. I was going to say then, obviously you say look after the pitches. How's it, how's it coping there with, you know, the officer started the Sunday team up again, haven't they? They play on the first pitch, I think, don't they? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, they have to, because obviously our back pitches that we've got here, Kids are playing on them on a Sunday morning. Um, the under twelves and thirteens um, use use a bat one as a nine aside. Um, but no, the pitch is holding it fine at the moment. But there again, it's been absolutely yeah. rock solid. So um, yeah. that yeah, I think they they've played three and one through at the moment. The Sunday team, so they've had that. Yeah, another great start to the season there. Um, I was going to touch on that there. Obviously, I uh, I know Lewis there, um, and we had a bit of a drink together one night, and I said to him. I had a fancy cup tie, and he went, "Oh yeah, yeah, we'll be all right." And yeah, they run out ten 0 winners, didn't they? So, um, yeah, like they did. They did. To be fair, they they um 
They only, I think they only had one day. We had a few missing, but um, yeah, they they put that bit right to the sword. To be fair, they did. Yeah, yeah. No, they had a great start to the season. They obviously beating David Green two one and one of the Saxons six 0 on Sunday. Um, some of the lads at the league there, they were saying how good they look or how well prepared they are, and I mean they're. they're Gone straight into it, and they've fitted straight in. Is it a similar um, team yeah. to the Saturday team? Um, there's, there's probably out of the Saturday team, there's six, seven, possibly more than that have signed on. Um, yeah. But I think the two or three that are going to be playing regular. Um, right. I know there was, I think there was three or four who played on Sunday. Frankie Balfon's been playing regular for him. He's been scoring goals Saturdays and Sundays. Oh, I see that. I see that. Um, yeah. Win away at David Green's. So I think they were behind for a large part of the game, and I think they equalised in maybe with five minutes left and got a winner in the last or with a couple of minutes left. So that was a very good win for them. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, let's say they weren't beaten in the league. They're, well, they're sitting in straight away, aren't they? Um, what's the crack with? Um, can I bring eight barrels up? I said I know they're uh, they weren't too happy about a few of their players left, didn't they, to come to to Bizzle. Um, yeah, I must admit, I've. I've been up with Sunday football for a, for a long time. Um, I've yeah. just got back to the knowledge of the leagues and the stuff um, with a centre in a Sunday team in. And obviously, I think eight barrels. Um, I think they won the league last season. Um, they did, yeah. yeah. They did. And then, obviously, similar lads we've signed this season were, were playing for eight barrels last season. And we've just transferred Niall Duffy from eight here. <laughs> Um, yeah, I see that. Unbelievable but, I mean, players. Yeah, on a sat on on our Saturday, we had um, we had a leave and and we had a load of players leave and go to another club. It, it just happens. It's one of them. Happen. It, it happened fifty years ago, and it'll happen fifty years in the future. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, so I'm not saying <laughs> I'm mm. not I'm not unsympathetic, but I'm, I've done old out too much sympathy. To be fair. Like some no, some no. of their players have come here and they've signed for other places. It's just like it's the way football works, really. That's it. Just... Yeah, yeah. So going back to your Saturday team, then uh, the next game, Wollaston away. They've played three, they've won two, lost one. Um, I mean, what, what, what do you make of that fixture? Do you reckon it'd be a hard game? <clears throat> yeah, hard game over at Wollaston. Um, that I've, they've just got a couple of their players back as well. Um, Stedman, who I think you probably know from Sundays anyway for SC. Yeah, um, yeah. He, he's back playing for him. Uh, Connor Bailey, he, he scored in the last game. He's a very good player. Um, they're a good. They are a very good, strong outfit. Wollaston when they've got their their full players out. Um, if we can pick up any sort of result over there, it would be a good one. Um, we played them in the League Cup semi final or back in I think it was, and it was yeah, a very very good game. game. Yeah, finished four all, and we we just we just managed to nick through on penalties. Um, so yeah, if, um, if we're going to get anything over at Wollaston, our lads will need to go over there and uh, on top of their game. Definitely. Yeah, I mean they're a great group you got playing for you, aren't they? I mean they're great players. I see that. Um, you obviously had a great start to the season as well. You lads have unbeaten, aren't you? Four from four. Um, I mean, what's that? I scored eleven goals, conceded two. I mean, that's a great start to the season. Can't um, can't be much happier than that, can you? Really? Um, no, they've done really well. Um, considering, say, what you would um, the, the front three have hardly played a minute between them so far. Um, so to have picked up four wins, 
is a good effort. Um, they won away at Nomads last Saturday, which is always a very, very tough place to go and play. They've, they've, they've always got a strong team. Um, so to nick a win over there with a few with a few players missing was uh, a really good effort. Um, so front three back, um, along with a couple of others, and, and, and firing and playing regular. Hopefully we we can kick on and um, keep ourselves up. Hopefully challenging round the top two, three or four, and um, go from there. Christmas and go from there. Yeah, nice. So obviously you're second in the league at the minute, Chester. I mean, you're level on points from them, but they've played two more games. Um, I see a few feeds kicking off on social media the other night. Can you, uh, can you tell <laughs> yeah. us any more about that? No, I think I think I think I've um, called a couple of lads having a few beers at ten eleven <laughs> yeah. o'clock at night. Um, no, Urchester's got a great setup over there. Um, I've not been over there for a long time. We used to play them obviously regularly in the UCL, and it was a great place to go and play. A really good bunch. They were they were a really good bunch off the pitch as well, um, and I think um, they basically took the Urcher, um, the Moulton manager. Um, he's known as Scouse. I don't personally don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, think, I, know I, think, him. I know. Yeah, I think he's took um, a load of Moulton lads over there, and, and they started the season on fire. To be fair, scoring lots of goals. Uh, Sean Wilkes, who was here last season, um, he was our top scorer, scoring goals for him. He's a very good player, Sean, with a lot of pace. And I'm, I'm sure they'll go well. I think it was they lost they lost to work um, on the weekend, which was a surprise. But um, I think the league this year, rather than um, a team and uh, a certain side running away with it, I think it's going to be close. I think there'll be a lot of teams beating each other in and around the top. With um, Richardson Diamonds have come into it as well, 23s. Who all the reports I've heard they play some really good football, a young side with a lot of energy. Um, so I think it, I think it'll be an. A, this season, I don't think nobody's going to go through it without losing at least a couple of games. Uh, come middle of April, there'll be two, three, four for the title and make it a really good season. Yeah, good. Yeah, I went over to Scouts. Yeah, Dan's shirt there. I, was, I told him I was coming on with Blizzard tonight. And they said, Is there anything you want me to say to him? Um, and basically, the only message he could put, he's cool as you like, like he said on social media. He said, You're not getting a reaction here. But the only thing he said to me, he said, Blizzard are good for the league. And they're looking forward to playing against us, trying to gear that message. So, I mean, it's, I think it's all respect, and it? it's just lads that just want to win football games, isn't it? That's all it was, and just <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think um, going season, Moulton come up to Blisworth. Probably, this, I think it was the second game of the season in the midweek game, and they come up here and turn turned our first team over four two. Um, so they 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 are a good side. They 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 won't be far away from finishing um, at the top of the league, or certainly. in or three come the end of the season, I would imagine. Um, yeah, you see all their social media posts. It seems like they've got a good thing going over there. So um, that'll be that'll be a very tough nut to crack. Yeah, no, it'll be good. They're coming on here in a few weeks as well. But I mean, like you say, for him to say that and you to say that the league's going to be close anyway. I think it's a great league. Great, uh, it's great for the town as well. Some good football coming through the town. Yeah, after I say, I think. Um, There'll be a few teams up there. Road shouldn't be discounted either. They've still got a very good side over. Um, Corby Strip Mills, who we played first game, they they are they are a good side as well. We we edged we edged them out three two in that game. Um, if it had finished the draw, um, we couldn't have really complained that day. Um, that, so they look like they'll, they'll they'll beat a few teams definitely in the league. I mean, it should it should be good. Um, should be good and competitive all the way through. I think there's gonna not there's not going to be any easy. 
I wouldn't have thought at all. Whereas before, you you know, you could have gone away to one or two teams and think, yeah, you're more, almost guaranteed three points. But um, I don't think that's the case this season. No, it's good. It's good. That's great. Uh, obviously, that's what everyone wants to see in it, good football. So, that's, that's the most important thing. Um, going forward then for Blizzworth, um, is there any, obviously the season's not long got underway, but any any new changes coming? Any any big events or anything coming up that we, uh, that, you know, the, everyone could get beyond and, you know, get a better support, Blizzworth? No, football-wise, um, it's just it's just league. It's just it's just normal fixtures coming out. Um, we are looking to um, try and raise funds to knock the clubhouse down and the changing rooms down and rebuild them or revamp them. Um, we've we've put in for planning permission for that, so we're just waiting for that to come back, which shouldn't be too far away. Um, and then we'll see what money between now and Christmas, and then. Um, possibly go to the FA and ask them for a bit of funding and, and see where we go from there. Yeah, nice. What's the long-term planning? Are you hoping to get back in UCL or are you happy where you are? Um, we're, we're happy where we are. I mean, we'd always like to progress up, but we had a game when we, we were road were at the top of the league last season. I think we were third and they come up here in probably February, March time. And we had a crowd of 200 plus, probably 200 to 250. Uh, nice. We, we did mention if we was in the South Mids playing oh, Long Crendon or Penn and, Penn and Tyler or Penn and Teller from London, there'd probably be five men and a dog up here watching because nobody would have the interest in who you're playing. Yes. Um, but when you're playing games against the Rhodes and Harpole, Harpole are a really well-supported club, and your Hayfords, Moultons, um, we're getting good crowds. Um, so... <clears throat> It'd be nice to progress up to another level. The, the FA will provide you with funding to help you upgrade your ground. But then you have to balance it between the, the, um, the interest of people, like local people. Would they rather watch us play road in a, in a local derby or Milton or Hayfords, <coughs> etc., or the other side of Aylesbury, um, yeah. Yeah, which you tend to do in the South Mids. But no, we, we would never say never to uh, progressing up through the leagues if, if it be Financially, there's a there's an aspect to that as well. If you go up, you've got to have lights and stands and 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 the stuff. So yeah, we're trying to get get the clubhouse done first, and then you know look at pitch improvement and ground improvement after that. Up a step, it involves a significant amount of money and investment behind you. Yeah, that's understandable. Um, so sort of dropping back down the the ranks again, then looking at the youth football one more time. Um, You've uh, obviously you've obviously got a few girls teams there started up. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Lioness is winning the uh, winning the Euros. Did that help towards you know? Did that like sort of spike the interest of the girls' football again? Yeah, yeah. It's really really taken off. So we, we've run a training group up here for probably four or five years now, um, and this season's the first season we've been able to put a put a team into a league, uh, twelve girls team that, that that have started and. We, we could probably have filled that team two or three times over, to be honest, Jordan. Um, you know, big numbers um, coming. And now looking at putting another team in at under nine. Because, yeah, you know, girls are really keen on, on getting into the game and they like what they've, they've seen over the summer. Yeah, that's great. So like you say, then, you've got a whole training sort of camp for these girls as well. Will you, I say, you've got your nines teams come in. Will there yeah. be any more in the future again? 
Yeah, possibly. Yeah. So we, you know, we've we've done the training course. It's been it was backed by I think it was Wildcats. Now it's I think it might be backed by Weetabix. I think, um, just putting a training session on for for for, for girls to come and you know it's pay as you play. So there's no you know no no, no pressure to tip up every week. Um, yeah. You know, some weeks we've had 20, 25 girls. Um, I think if we advertised it more, um, we, we'd get even bigger numbers. But as with a lot of things, it's making sure you've got the volunteers. You coach it so you can put on a decent product. But yeah, if we really put our foot down with it, it really, really fly. Um, I know you had obviously Gavon last week and he's, you know, he's doing big things in girls football now. So it's, um, yeah, it's really taking off. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good to see. Like I said, my boy plays at GLK and I've, since the summer, you, you notice the number of girls that turn up is just increasing and getting bigger every week. And it's, yeah, yeah, it's great to see. Yeah, when 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 the girls are playing mixed football now, um, you know, lads don't bat an eyelid. There's no comments. If no. you were one, no. like twenty years when I was growing up playing football, it, it was a real standout thing. But lads now turn up and playing. If girls are playing, they they just crack on. It doesn't even get mentioned. No, that's good. That's good. So one one thing Gav said then from that last interview, obviously when the Lionesses won that won that tournament. He was a bit disappointed about the the way the sort of FA dealt with it, and you know that he was saying they really could have used it as a as a, a starting block to build that game again. How do you think they've dealt with it? Do you think they've not really done much with it? Like there was an opportunity there. Do you know what I mean to excel the game from that from them winning that? I guess it's you know it's probably a slower burn, isn't it? You know, well, we're not party to the FA too much, but yeah, I imagine that. There's conversations going on, isn't there, to try and harness that, you know, that, that good feeling from the summer, and you know, more things will be coming on tap. But you know, th- there's certainly funding available for, for for girls football, so we very quickly got a grant out of Barclays um, for setting up a girls team. So, with a lot of these things, it needs it needs financing. Um, there, there's coaches to get involved in girls football. So, yeah, I think I think there'll be more to come. Yeah, good. That's great to hear. Um. Okay, and jumping back up again, and sorry, the, the development team obviously they're in the fourth division of the combination. Um, obviously they've started the season great again, haven't they? That's I think they're, they're unbeaten, played six one five. Um, yeah, they they've had a they've had a tremendous start to the season. Um, the development team uh, is there that progression from the under sixteens into senior football. Um, obviously nowadays the rules are um, lads can't. 16 so our under 16s will be turning that age sort of between now christmas and just after christmas so we're hoping to get three four maybe five of them into the development squad as the season progresses and then this time next year um if the lads are, lads are still carrying on playing football and not enough to uni and things like that and maybe six seven eight their current under 16s will be in that squad and then have that progression from the age groups underneath, underneath them. But we've got a couple, we've got um, a of sixteen-year-olds and an eighteen-year-old in the squad now, and we're hoping to like, more of our under sixteens into, into that squad as the season progresses, as and when they turn sixteen. Yeah, nice. And the lads that are in there now, how are they getting on? Um, the the couple of six are both very very good players. Um, it wouldn't be too long before either of them are knocking on the doors of the first team squad. Um, yeah, if, nice. if they had a couple of injuries, or uh, one of them, Liam Cully, he he actually came on last night in the first team, and uh, he, he he looked he he, um, he actually took one of the penalties. 
do well and scored. Um, and he's a, he's a decent player, Kelly. And then we've got a lad, um, Charlie Mason, who's a very, very good footballer. Um, and it won't be too long um, in the future where he'll be playing first team football, hopefully. He's a very good um, That was the whole idea of us starting a development team up to um, the juniors into the senior football. Yeah, nice. That's good. Um, how um, I wanted to ask as well, obviously, the game, the final last year at Sixfields, um, Stephen Grimley went down, didn't he, with broken leg? Yes, he did. How's, yeah. how's he getting on? Um, not too bad. It's, um, he broke it in four um, Jeez. at the time. Um, he's, had, he's had two rods inserted, I think, to help him stabilise the leg. But... Um, He's he, he's he's back walking. Um, he's back, he's back at work. Um, yeah, he's not doing too bad, uh, Grimley. To be fair to him, um, yeah, but it was an awful. It was an at the time. Awful thing. Uh, no, so I played him at youth level. I've played him for years. But will he will he be back playing again any any time soon, or is, is he, is he um, play again? Or? I I think he was helping the development team. He helped us get the development team going, and I think. Um, as he would, he finds it a bit frustrating watching. Uh, yeah, I mean, you just want to get out there and play, don't you? But I, th- I think he, I think he's a long time off playing. I would think. Yeah, that's that's even yeah. if he does want to come back. But um, it's a never say never. But um, I would, I would say he's a few months off playing. Yeah, no, that's that's understandable. Like Mason, who's on our podcast, he done he's a keeper. Like he done his leg last year, and he's not available back until November. And that's if he wants to go back again. So, uh, like I say, he knows, he knows what he's going through. It must be horrible just to give up football. But what a place to break it, though, at Sixfields, eh? Yeah, yeah it was, I think it was <laughs> nine minutes into the game as well when it happened. Yeah, got it. Got it. Nah, um, nah, that's good. That's good. Obviously, where are you uh, the weekend? You at the first team game, development game, or both? Or what's the correct? Um, no, I'll, I'll be I'll be at Blissworth watching the development game. Um, yeah. And then, but we'll there'll, there'll be a fair few of our lads who will we'll go over to Wollaston and, and cheer them. No, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, is there anything else you wanted to add there now? Um, I mean, it's. Well, I haven't got much more to ask, to be honest. Uh, is there, if there's anything you wanted to add, get out there? No, I don't think so. No, we how things have, have started. We've got yeah, youth section going well, seniors going well. So, um, it's always nice, isn't it? You kind of have your pre-season and get all your organisation done, and then when the thing starts, it, you know you, you hope it kind of runs itself. And yeah, each of the each of the teams are all um, all had a really good start. No, good, good. Obviously, good luck for the rest of the season. Anyway, um, we'll hopefully get you on at the end of the season, and uh, we'll review how your season went again if that's fine, if that's good with you. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. thanks very much for yeah, asking us on. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem. Good lads, thanks for coming. Cheers. Thanks again to uh, Matt Goldale and Gary Edwards. Great interview. Really enjoyed it. Um, Obviously, thank you for speaking so openly, lads. Appreciate it. Um, We said we'll get you on at the end of the season. Obviously, see how your your season went. Reflect on how things went. Um, Since that interview came out, well, since we recorded it, sorry there. Um, obviously, the game got played. Uh, Blisworth against Wollaston. Um, Blisworth actually went on to win that game 2-0. Uh, 
Um, the lads there were saying they were expecting it to be a tricky game. Um, so I reached out to them and basically just asked them to give me a bit of a statement on how they think the game went. Um, so, uh, yeah, they told me that um, Brisbane started well. They missed, an, missed a penalty early on. Um, but Daryl Lewis then went on to score an excellent goal to give uh, to give them the lead, obviously. Um, Wollaston, as they expected, they said it would be a hard game, pegged them back for long periods of the game. Uh, but Ross Watson broke out and uh, he made it 2-0. Um, the lads also wanted to give a special congratulations to Josh Sargent. He stepped up from the development side. He got man of the match as well, so fair play to him. Um, elsewhere, their development side, they won 6-2 as well. They stay unbeaten um, and the top of the league, obviously. Um, and one thing Elsie said as well, he wanted to give me a special shout-out there to Neo Dobson, who played his last game for Blizzworth at the weekend for the under sixteen. He scored four goals in that game, um, but he leaves to sign for the Cobblers. So, obviously, a massive achievement. And just, you know, a highlight again that that youth set they've got is doing wonders. It's doing great things for the, for not only Blizzworth, but for everything around Northampton. Uh, no, fair play to Blizzworth. They're a great outfit. I didn't realise how big the club was until I got them in and spoke to them. So, um, all I can say to them is thanks again. We look forward to getting on in the end of the season. Um... Obviously, good luck to everyone this week, playing this week. I hope there's no injuries or anything. Um, thank you for listening and we'll, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks again.